This episode of the RV Small Talk podcast is once again brought to you by the good folks at the NRVTA. That is the National RV Training Academy, and they do amazing things for RV owners and technicians and whomever else might want to know every single detail about the RV. It can be for maintenance, it can be for upkeep or even repair. You can know your stuff. Here's how. The NRVTA has a training course that you can download or get on a USB key and you will have all the information about every single system that you could possibly run across. And it starts out online, I believe for $379 uh, to order that, but there is a 10% discount right now if you check out with the code RV small talk. So use that code RV small talk to get a 10% discount on your at home study course for your RV. That's NRVTA.com. So what are your standard features, your options, the things that make your trailer or RV life go around? What do you need in your RV? to make it right. What features do you like the best about your trailer? Did you pick them when you were shopping for it? Or did you add them later? Or does it matter? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question because I could have just picked a trailer that they had and thought, eh, anything can be added. And some things can, some things can't. Mm -hmm. What's worth it, what's not? That's what we're gonna talk about. Ah, so we're gonna talk about what is standard, what's optional, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And we might argue a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing is everybody has a different opinion on what is the most important feature or what you should have on your RV. So stay tuned. Yep, let's get into it. Lindsay's going to opine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers. Sometimes we talk about truck campers and we talk about all the people, places and adventures that go along with them. Ooh, we do talk about people. We do. We do. <laughs> Are you ready to get started? Absolutely. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I'm Lindsay. Thank you so much for listening. We apologize now. Okay, I have to admit, you two, it is, since we deal with so many different brands and manufacturers, what comes standard or optional on all these units is a little bit confusing. Actually, it's very confusing, depending, depending on who makes it. I, I agree. And uh, what really spurred our conversation today has been so many people shopping online, yeah. of course, because everybody is staying at home now and staying safe. But they're calling us and trying to get all the details of what's in it, what's not, how does it compare to the next one. Right. And uh, there's been some, yeah, some eye-opening conversations that I've had about that. Right. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, and we've always filled the questions like, "Can this be deleted? I don't need that, and whatever." Mm -hmm. And I mean, or I need to get this trailer because it has this feature. Well, mm -hmm. why not? But I like that one better. Well, why don't you add it to that one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And mm -hmm. and and always, we even on our YouTube videos, it's a well. Why isn't this thing standard? Yeah, well, because somebody made a decision, right? And there's right. reasons. Sure. Yeah. Let's maybe talk about these things uh, categorically, maybe. Okay. We could kind of take each area and talk about what generally is accepted as standard, what you could upgrade on your own, and do you really need to look for this as an option yeah. when you're shopping for trailers? Maybe this thing doesn't matter to you, or it's so easy to add later. It's just yes. not that big a deal. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Now, to maybe get some of this out of the way... This is this was confusing to me from the get go. Um, there are standard features that are listed on websites and in, in brochures. And then there are mandatory, mandatory optional features. <laughs> what is going on? I remember PJ? when I first started working here and would see like the invoices and the MSRPs and and see that phrase mandatory options. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It, it makes something else. <laughs> it's it's the jumbo shrimp thing, right? Doesn't make any sense. But they do taste good. I'm hungry. They do. I know. Okay. Lindsay, you don't well, like seafood. I know, but I'm sorry. The <laughs> but, uh, other yeah. food. <laughs> she, she, she's like, but even now, I would consider yes. <laughs> a deep fried jumbo shrimp. Hey, we all got a fresh cup of coffee before we started this. So make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah. So so what does that mean? What is, what is this concept required 
Well, the reason that people put, well, people, the reason that manufacturers actually list things that way, there's a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. Now, it used to be that if they had a set of options that were listed as options, even though they were on every trailer, then it doesn't have to be counted in the base weight. So that lowers the dry weight. Uh, so you could take two, three, four hundred, hundred pounds of options out of a trailer by calling it a convenience package. Oh, so we'd be talking like extra air conditioners. Yeah. And if the like that. air conditioner, the television and the microwave are all part of a appliance package, uh-huh. then as long as it's listed as a separate package, then you wouldn't have to put it in the driveway. On your initial documentation on website. Your, yes, on your brochure, brochure. online, okay. that kind of thing. Now, you know, that really has changed. And there's not a lot of manufacturers that I know really do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where it started. The other piece to this is um, the way financing is done on RVs, that if you get a discount on if the okay let me see if i can explain this this gets very confusing guys mm. but as a, a dealer if i pay let's just pick a round number ten thousand dollars for a trailer uh-huh. and then i get a discount of say a thousand dollars on it as then, a dealer then i actually only pay nine thousand but it's still invoiced at ten thousand dollars which helps me get more financed to the end buyer. So when you go in to buy it, I talk to the banks. Generally, most banks want to know how much I paid for it because that tells them what, how much they're going to lend on it. Well, if you give me a convenience package and you add $1,000, then you can discount me $1,000 on that invoice. And, and it's still... I pay less, but I can invoice it a little higher. I know that sounds confusing, wow. but basically it's kind of a banking thing. So a lot of convenience packages are used in that way. Maybe a value package. Okay. Um, so you may see something that's listed on an invoice as a value package. And that value package will have a list of options. That probably means that it's always on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, But by adding and subtracting it on the invoice, it just helps us with banking ratios. Okay. That's all. Another reason to do that, it brings it to the attention of not only the salespeople as something they can talk about on that trailer, but it brings it to the attention oh. as a listing feature when it, it actually goes online or you're looking right. at it in a brochure. Because eyes are automatically drawn to something that stands out a little yeah. bit. And here's your here's your package. Yeah. This has these... the deluxe package and it includes a television and a microwave. So that's like, for example, marketing straight from the manufacturer, the first yeah. from the source. They're trying yeah. to help with the marketing of their product. Absolutely. So it highlights it basically. Okay. And if you have a list of standard features, they're going to list everything from, you know, a laminated sidewall and a powder coated under chassis. Well, what you really want to know is, does it have a microwave? So they can bring that up to light in a convenience package. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yep. All of those are reasons that some of this gets muddied right out of the shoe. Yeah, that is clear as a foggy night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So what we're going to talk about is if you're looking at a certain feature that you think you want, is it something that is really important to get from the manufacturer or is it something that maybe is an option that's on some and not on others or is it something you can add on? Okay, so we're gonna are we gonna approach this kind of as uh, we throw out an option and we kind of go go around and say that should be standard or I think that's usually standard or what are we gonna do here? Or yeah, I say we mention whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We made a list of all kind of the options that are on trailers or that people ask about adding, Mm -hmm. so we can talk about whether it's worth getting it from the manufacturer having it at all, adding it. I don't know. What do you guys think? And, and a lot of these items are actually items that people ask us about deleting. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So what about, let's let's just start with appliances. Sure, appliances. So we're in Texas, yeah, ACs. Let's start out with, yeah, the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need that. 
Yeah. Yeah. We all need that. <laughs> and, and here's got to have it. Here's what I, here's my, my notion. I am keeping this framed in my mind as RV, as a as mm-hmm. a travel trailer or truck camper or even, you know, some other class of RV. Sure. Sure. If I'm talking RV, then I want an air conditioner. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I feel like that's standard for us down here. But uh, for, I, I mean, it used to be that it was always an option because it helped keep your weight and your price down. Some some manufacturers are putting it in as a standard feature. There is a trend to start to add certain things as standard, and then they get to only build yeah. it one way, and right. it comes loaded up. These are then, all loaded up. Right. Then the manufacturer, I guess, has to doesn't have to work so hard because... Things aren't being added and deleted. It's right. like they just build the There's trailers. a shuffle. Yes. When it's going down the line, you don't have to figure out what goes so, on which So one. is an air conditioner something that's easy to add afterwards? I've seen people yeah. add air conditioners to like vintage units, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. window ACs. Um, could you do a ducted AC after the Ooh, fact? I think, I think as long as it's like a roof mount system that just kind of pours out. Right. That's yeah. easy because the vent sizes are pretty standardized and you just buy an AC that fits you a very common vent. Just cut a hole in the vent. ceiling and well, yeah. not you, but. You utilize the. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, that's the cool thing. You don't have to cut a hole in yeah. the ceiling. It's using a hole that's already there if it's a vent. All of the all of the vents on the roof are going to be 14 by 14 unless it's a big skylight or something like okay. that. They're all going to be 14 by 14. Um, and that's the same hole that an AC goes in. So what you want to look for from the manufacturer, if it doesn't have an AC, is that it's pre-wired from the manufacturer. Ah, uh, the pre-wired. Because it, you do need a certain type of wiring to come to that vent. That makes sense. So if that vent is pre-wired for an AC to be added, adding it is really easy. Right. However... A ducted system, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, you'd have to go non-ducted. The ducted system needs to come from the factory, period. Okay. Because that cuts through the insulation that's in between the the ceiling and the roof, obviously. Yeah, you can't really do that after the fact. Yeah. But adding a non-ducted system in one of those 14 by 14 vents, Mm -hmm. super easy. Same with a fantastic fan. If you wanted one of those high-powered fans, Uh now that doesn't need to be pre-wired, although it's nice if it is. Right. But you can usually pull voltage from a nearby light okay. somehow. They but just fish some wires there. Yeah. Same size hole. You just switch it out. And a lot of people we're finding now, they want a certain type of air conditioner or a certain brand that's quieter or something like that. Right. So if it isn't the AC that you want, you could switch it out pretty easily. It just unbolts, kind of sandwiches. Uh-huh. A bottom and, and top on the on the roof so mm-hmm. you could take it off put a new one on now not to say it's cheap you have to buy the ac yeah. but um no yeah. now let me say i understand if i lived in a different place other than where we live here in texas if i were up in nova scotia or something like that uh the pacific northwest or something even a lot you know a northern latitude i would probably say yeah i don't need an air conditioner I think I think that's a big deal is we get inquiries from people up north of where we are. And that does make sense. Yeah. Me. But you know what? I think an AC is something that, uh, you know, RVs are meant to travel. They're meant to go places. So mm-hmm. if you camp more than 100 miles from where you are, yeah, you might need an AC. You ever going to take a trip to Florida? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine camping in Florida not in a in trailer Nova without Scotia. an AC? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. No, nope. maybe that's I'm true. Good. Well, here's a, here's another reason why maybe why not one of those really small truck campers on a Toyota Tacoma. Okay. You, that, or, now, now there's always exceptions. Okay? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking. Yeah. All right, so yeah. they just want to save weight or something. But you know the thing we do get a lot of questions about is a second AC. Yes. So can you add a second AC easily? Absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Good save. All right. You saw her face. Yeah. I, I, I was I was shaking my head. No. And the but reason being is if it's power. already pre-wired for it, uh-huh. yes. If it comes from the factory with with a pre-wire for two ACs. And the but reason that's not is, super common, correct? It isn't super common. Okay. No. Would that be but it that is out there. Require a jump from 30 amp to 50? Yep. That's the thing. That's You've got to have a bigger converter. You got to have 50 amp service. And so it's a whole different okay. wiring. So can't just add a second one. I wish that it was that easy. Okay. Yeah. Next item that that we see people argue about being standard or optional and whatever. Microwave or even the microwave convection oven combinations. Now this is this is such a odd thing to me. Yeah, why? 
I don't know. Um, first of all, most trailers have a microwave option, right? I think so. So if you're looking at a trailer that doesn't have a microwave, as long as you look inside the cabinet to see if there's a 110 plug, uh-huh. which by law, the 110 plug has to be accessible. It can't be hidden behind the microwave. Okay. It Usually they've got a little hole that goes into the next through cabinet. a sidewall mm-hmm. into the next cabinet, mm-hmm. right? So as long as that plug is there, you buy the right size microwave and put it in the, you take the cabinet door off, put it in there, and there's a faceplate that goes over the microwave. It is a super simple do-it-yourself project. Okay. But should it be standard or optional? Well, whether it should or shouldn't be, I don't think is the biggest question. Depends on if you want it. Most it's microwaves definitely are the optional. biggest question. Is it? It's pretty. No, most microwaves are optional. It's a big argument on all, on a lot of our walkthrough videos. Okay, so what if it's yeah. optional and you find the trailer of your dreams at a super low price? Yeah, but it doesn't have it. This Do you is where pass it, goes it up. On. Yeah. Yeah. Because your microwave is really easy to add or take out. But as long as you have a one ten plug in the cabinet. Right, but the ones that are already built in are kind of nice because yeah, they, they're exactly where they're convenient uh-huh. and they're already built in there. It's not just like setting a microwave in a cabinet. Okay, but what if the trailer has a microwave option? Uh-huh. And since this one didn't have it, they just put a cabinet door on the front, which right. is normally what happens. Right. Right. Do you pass up a good deal? I don't. No, I not for a don't. microwave. Or do you take the cabinet door off? You put some bracing underneath to hold that microwave. Mm-hmm. The faceplate covers over the holes right. and the cabinet opening because that's how microwaves are put in. You just put a faceplate over it and you plug it in mm-hmm. and you're as good as factory. Yeah. That's my point. Whether you need it or not, people pass up a good deal, a good trailer because it doesn't have a built-in microwave. Or, be, or because it does. Well, that's just don't. not right. That's so I, I just don't, not right. don't pass it up that way. Okay. Or you could always set one on the counter too and just plug it in. They're not that hard. Okay. Oven? It, yeah, in the same vein, the oven Ew. option. Ew. Oh. Sometimes, I don't know. <laughs> I like the idea of an oven. Ooh, say that again. Oven, oven. Oven, oven, <laughs> oven, oven. But I, I honestly, I don't know how many times I would actually bake mini muffins because that's literally the only thing you can fit in a lot of those ovens. They're oh, tiny. People would differ with that. There's ways. Some of them are bigger. You're right. But I'm yeah. thinking of the tiny ones because that's what we have. I mean, that's how I warm right? my socks in the morning. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I Just store like, my uh, pots and pans. It's like an easy bake oven. You can fit like one muffin It has in a there. light bulb in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the bigger question that we get is... Yeah, it has an oven, but I don't want an oven. Can I get it without? Can I take the oven out? No, the oven is a cabinet, y'all. Not always. Just just use it as a cabinet. Yes. Just, oh, yeah, okay. Just I see. put yeah, your yeah, pots yeah. and pans yeah. in the oven. It's the same thing as a cabinet. Just don't turn it on. And or you can see what's on. in the or cabinet if it has a glass front. <laughs> yeah. You just turn the light turn on the on the outside. On. <laughs> you guys. Well, you you adding them in or taking it out is hard to do. So... I vote buy a trailer with or without the oven, depending on what you want. Don't try to do that later on. That needs to be a got to have if you got to have it. Okay. So that one you would consider possibly a deal breaker. That would be a deal breaker for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. What about a tankless water heater? Uh, Two years ago, we would say, got to have it in there. But now there's some cool stuff out there and there are some that completely fit in the very same space so you can replace your regular six gallon or 10 gallon water heater uh-huh. with a tankless okay so mm-hmm. so it's an easy plug and play retrofit it is a retrofit yeah something you could do what what kind of dollar amount would you say uh, uh switching out would be oh i'd be guessing i would be guessing more than two less than six for for the equipment maybe not so much if yeah. you paid someone to install yeah Okay. But somewhere in there, depending on what you're looking at. So, and, and that's that's a guess, guys. I don't have a computer open in front of me. Yeah, but I do fine. know that you can change those out. The biggest problem is most people think a tankless water heater means instant hot water. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a big mistake. And and that's not it. So, yeah, I I don't know. So if it's something that you want, what are you doing? Just, 
Wait there, a minute, there's a Gannat going for my coffee, and that <laughs> oh, is just it's not now cool. in your coffee. No, it's not. Oh, he was. Oh, there's what? a Gannat swimming in your coffee. Let's name him Sammy. <laughs> Sammy the Gannat. Swim, Sammy. <laughs> coffee with protein or without protein? I really thought we could get through some of this without you having to make a lot of cuts, but no. Oh no, we're not cutting that. Why is this oh, we're only four dots in. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Dots. Ha. Outside kitchen. I mean, yeah, that, you obviously can't add or subtract an outside kitchen. You know what? Yeah, you can. You can on an R-Pod. Uh, on certain can. units. The units that can have an outside kitchen, it's a set in, set out. Yeah. And if you have a space. Oh, that like yeah. pulls out. I guess mm-hmm. I'm thinking no, it's the not whole a, clamshell thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a full huge kitchen, but they do make ones that can go set in and either be on rails or go on. A slide out. Tray. Well, you know, even in the bigger trailers no, like the Lances, that yeah. big setup, I mean, it's really on rails. That could be yeah. pulled out too. And then it's just more yeah. outdoor storage. So, really, if you, all you really need is if you just want a cooking surface and maybe a, outside sink all you really need is the gas port right yeah and you'd have to rig it you'd have to be a pretty good do-it-yourselfer but it's doable yeah i don't know i you know i i am not a good person to ask on this because i think i would prefer just setting up my camp kitchen yeah that's the thing is yeah everybody has their favorite camp stove or a grill that they already use um, a lot of people are coming from tent camping or used yeah. to setting up their own kitchen. So when it comes to setting up an outdoor kitchen, if your trailer already has one, it might not, you know, be what you're right. used to or at the right height. I find sometimes it's awkward. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it takes a table and a grill and a bucket of water. Yeah. I and- wonder <laughs> if like event RVers are more prone for to get something, you know, be searching for an outdoor kitchen. Like maybe people going to races like or festivals. Sports. Yeah, like yeah, see, I don't know. Tailgating. I, I, yeah, obviously. I would think the opposite. I, I can tell you that from all the discussions we've had here, we are not a big outdoor kitchen group. Right. We, because if we're going to cook outside, we're cooking somewhere else. Well, we have a fire and I already have a, a like a Coleman stove. And I, I don't want my face up against that trailer while I'm cooking. But I mean, outside kitchens, and I, would... I need the storage. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. So I don't know. That w- that one's up in the air. I'm just we probably don't have any good opinions on this one. Okay. Although there are ways to add them on the outside. But if you're going to do that, why not just bring your own outside now, kitchen? Can you add an exterior gas hookup if your trailer doesn't have one? Absolutely. How easy is that? Yeah, yeah. Not hard at all. That's piping that and a fitting. Not yeah. hard at all. So if you didn't have an outdoor kitchen, but you still want to kind of create your own, you right? Can, you can just add a gas port. You can. Yeah. And those gas ports are amazing because, of course, you can hook up your another stove or whatever. But mm-hmm. I have been every time I go into a place that has these big old, I don't know, who, Blackstone or whatever. Yes. Grills and mm-hmm. griddles. Those things are amazing oh, they are aren't they uh, they're heavy but they're it even amazing makes me want to cook all right? right it even makes me want to cook i dream of other people cooking stuff on it and me eating <laughs> like i can see omelets on there that's me too i guess no yeah. idea what you're talking about yeah i'll show you pictures on so <laughs> outside grills that you can do so adding if all you want to do is cook outside adding that gas port now don't do it yourself it is not a good do-it-yourself project mm-hmm. Um, because first of all, to work on appliances, we have to be certified. Yeah. Gas is dangerous and you'll want to do a serious gas check when you're done to right. be sure there's no leaks. Not a good do it yourself project, but something that an RV dealer could add for you Yeah, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It is not an expensive add on. So don't buy a trailer because it has a gas port or an outside kitchen. If all you want is an outside grill, yeah. do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All what right. about, what about this PJ? Would it be a deal breaker if you did or did not have a 12 volt reefer? Well, <laughs> what? All right. Doobie, doobie, doobie. Let's are talk you, about refrigerators, okay? Are, 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 Can you, we? Uh, are you vaping your <laughs> cannabis now? I am not vaping my cannabis now. <laughs> um, but, but the 12 volt refrigerators are really coming into fashion. They're, coming, they're becoming more available. Vogue. Vogue, yeah. Vogue, Vogue. <laughs> yeah. They're coming into Vogue. They they have made those interchangeable size wise. 
Yeah. So they, they fit into standard size cavities. So mm-hmm. why not? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're still not cheap, but they do fit into a standard size. So if you replaced one, you could do it. Mm-hmm. If your refrigerator dies, you want to consider a 12 volt. Very doable. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about the the pros and cons of them already in another episode, but um, mm-hmm. but I could talk about the pros and cons all over again. Just not right now. Yeah. If you're going to buy a new one and that's important to you, I think that's a super cool feature. Mm-hmm. And refrigerators are expensive, so you might yep. want to get that from the manufacturer. Yeah. And Lindsay, what? the next deal or no deal? Fireplace. Fireplace. No deal. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> final answer (laughs) i think it's funny because the first one was air conditioner and we're like yes and the last one's fireplace no (laughs) but that's because we're in texas so i guess it depends on where you live now i have to say the fireplaces i've seen in these rvs are pretty cool because they can do the lights without the heat Mm -hmm. and so you know if you like if you like an ambiance. Okay. I think I think something that's coming to mind, coming into focus for me, is this all is our vantage point is you, all three of us take shorter trips usually. Uh-huh. A little bit local. Usually it's over a long weekend or something like that if we can manage it. We're not doing the longer multiple week trips. Darn. And why aren't we? Because we have to work here. I have to record oh. a podcast every week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so I think if, if I were doing the multiple week, maybe, you know, long distance kind of trips, uh-huh. the epic trip that one day we'll do, uh-huh. fireplace might be a little bit more interesting just because of how much time I'm spending in that space. If you have a flat wall, uh-huh. you can add an electric fireplace. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a wall space that can hold it. Okay. And even one that has the electric heat that'll have a little blower in it. Yeah. I mean, all you need is power to it. Yeah. So it's not that hard, but most RVs aren't made with wall space. Yeah. So it's tough to add. And you know, for-, for Oh, that's true. Yeah. But you bang, don't have a space to put it. But if you want bang for buck and you already have a TV in your, in your trailer, Uh-oh. your RV- there, there's apps and all that, like Roku. You can actually search for a fire uh, continuous. No, 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 loop. not the same. And then turn that, turn your furnace on. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom. You, you fix have, that one, Lindsay. And, <laughs> and and that that video loop has the crackle and all that. Okay, can we move on? Okay, next category. <laughs> Entertainment and electronics. Honestly, all of this, everything in this category should be optional. I'm just saying. That's, that's the camper in you. That's that's just, yeah. That's that's not the RVer in you. But how many fights online are there about televisions? Oh, not that many actually. Um, really? There are a lot of fights about uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> you are so helpful. Like where this virus came from. <laughs> right, but if we're talking no, about television, it's because no, I know. Be, I saw something on the list that made me think of that. Um, outside speakers. Uh-huh. Oh, that one. Ooh, that one is, starts fights. Is, I saw that earlier and I was like, oh man, there's so many fights online. And I've actually noticed manufacturers like starting to not put outdoor speakers on their units. Well, yeah. you know, with Bluetooth speakers, really? Exactly. No, that's the point. Yeah. Outdoor that's speakers the point. anymore. Is you can have a speaker next to you. It can be quieter, but you can still hear it. And if you're out in the middle of nowhere and no one can hear you mm-hmm. and you want to have a flip and dance party, then guess what? You can buy four Bluetooth speakers. And place them <laughs> in a circle. Like... But play but, them uh, low yeah. so you make friends. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can actually upset the entire campground. Yeah. Um, I, but here's the thing. Some people are so I, bent on outdoor speakers. And honestly, I don't get it. These are $15 speakers at best. Yeah, but they I, sound terrible. And yeah. for anybody who wants any type of good music, a, a, a $30 Bluetooth speaker is easy. Yeah, but I, Lindsay's about to make a point. sounds no, better yeah, than an outside speaker. Lin- Lindsay, I think it's, step on in here. I think it's more about having something else to not only buy, but something else that you have to keep up with, keep charged, pack, unpack, you know, like huh. something else when just, you know, instead of putting up a 10 by 10, you just want to push a button and have your awning come out. Instead mm. of getting out your Bluetooth speakers, making sure they're charged, pairing them to your phone, you just want to push a button and know okay. that you have some music Well, outside. first off, I am I am 
totally offended by the idea of you comparing a power awning to outside speakers. <laughs> I just want to say. Why? Because it's, you it's convenience. In, you're in the world of, of power awnings now. But for those of us who had decades of trying to put out manual awnings and the craziness, the power awning is an awesome, amazing convenience. Yeah. Outside it's, speakers it's all, are just right, but it's all a convenience. Yeah, I mean, that's it's true. all just that's yeah. people's okay, well, argument for okay. not having outdoor speakers. Everybody, yes. the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not exactly the <laughs> they are views totally and opinions the of views Clint. and opinions. <laughs> yeah, right. You're the only one safe from this. Okay, well, well, well no, we, I, we I, actually skipped. Like y'all started talking about TVs, and I like took that and I just ran to speakers. So let's. So let's one way to avoid this. Moonwalk it back. She just getting so far away from the mic. Hello. <laughs> um, back, back to TV. Okay. Well, I do hear people say, "I, I want to buy this one because it has the TV in it." Yeah, that's that's so bizarre to me. It. Me too. TVs are a hundred bucks. Yeah, and um, okay. So, so like the Jensen line. I but guess they've are been... people that lazy that they'll pay. $5,000 more for one that has a TV. But it's already there. It's already hooked up. It already works. It's already wired. Yeah. And and I... This is me playing devil's advocate. I, I could care I, less. You know, <laughs> I, I get the, the crowd of, no, I get away. I, I go out to the woods to get away from everything. And then there's the more RV in air quotes crowd where they're going places and seeing things, but they want it to feel a little bit like their own personal home out there. Um, the television gets me because it is so easy to install yourself. The marketing behind like the Jensen products is it's already been vibration tested and all that is made for RVing. Okay, well, that's the second point. So a Jensen TV is a little different because a Jensen TV, it's 12 volt. So it runs off the battery. You mm -hmm. don't have to plug in your trailer to watch TV. Yeah. You can send the kids out to the camper in the driveway and tell them to go watch that stupid show in the trailer. And they can do it. Wait, I can do that? You can do that. If it has a 12-volt well, TV. I yeah. can do that? <laughs> I don't know. Yours are four and two. I, not yet. Unless you go with them. So, uh, but, yeah. So, a 12-volt TV is going to cost you three to $400 generally. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking a standard 19-inch something, 23-inch. Yeah. But, but you can get one of those TVs, much larger, regular one-teen yeah. TV from Walmart for 100 bucks. If you catch it on sale. So I think if you have, if, if a TV is important to you, I would think 12 volt would be important too. Right? Well, it depends. If you're always in a campground, then maybe uh, the regular TV is fine. But know which one it is that comes with it. Uh -huh. And then I say, if TV is important and it doesn't have it, look on that option sheet and see how much it costs. Yeah. Very often you can pay four or $500 for a hundred dollar TV in an RV. Yeah. Shame on those manufacturers. I just made a whole lot of enemies, but that's the truth. I think TVs are just crazy because people look for them and they buy RVs because they have a TV. Yeah. Get in real with PJ. Yeah. Well, I'll drink my coffee now. <laughs> All right. Uh, do y'all want to talk about speakers some more? Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I do. I Plus, I hate, I hate bad speakers. I hate Cheap car speakers. I think, why waste the plastic? Yeah. I mean. You're a little closer to an audiophile. It's you, true. You actually but, want quality. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you too. Mm -hmm. and, and how many customers do we spend umpteen hours trying to chase a loose wire on a speaker? Yeah. And there are such good Bluetooth little portable speakers that yeah, have just, great quality. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Come on. Yeah. You can even... Buy a little mount for your Bluetooth speaker so you always have a place to put it back in your trailer yep. on the wall. That's right. Boing. Buy one that lives in your trailer. I mean, goodness knows we buy everything else to live in our trailer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Buy a Bluetooth for your trailer. I don't know. Okay. That's me. What about satellite prep? Satellite dishes and pre-wired for satellite. I don't know. That's a personal preference to me. Is it easy to do yeah, after? Yeah, that's the question. Is it easy? It's yeah, not, nobody cares what you want. We just want it to know is, if it's easy. <laughs> it is, I, I, and it is right along the same lines as solar. Mm -hmm. I know it's not on this entertainment list, mm -hmm. but it's along the same lines as solar. Everybody wants to say it's pre-wired for solar. It's pre-wired for satellite. And you know what? That does 
that does help. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason that you can't add that on later. Oftentimes, when people say it's pre-wired for those things, there is a wire floating around somewhere in the roof. <laughs> and we have to call them and say, where is the wire? And they say, well, cut a hole right here and, and fish then around. fish around, yeah. see if you can find it. If not, it, it could be kind of to the cut left or somewhere down else. His, Those are the craziest calls. <laughs> yeah, they are. So if it's not pre-wired for satellite or for or for solar, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't add it. Yeah. Okay. So add whatever you want. Okay. So so maybe in venturing a little bit further into the electrical, so mm-hmm. a category of electrical, what about LED lights? What about LED lights? Is that, is that something that should be It's just a bulb standard? change, right? Can you just change the bulb? Yeah. yeah. Easy, cheap. And, and the argument for most people is it's it saves us, you your battery. It saves your battery and they're a lot cooler. Like- as not as much heat. <laughs> not like Fonzie cool. Like. Nope, not like Fonzie cool. <laughs> and hey. you can always change it. There was a there was a time when we had a huge array of LED lights on our on our um, parts wall. Mm-hmm. And we sold them because we converted everybody to LEDs. And I remember also when the lights, the um what do you call them? Reading lights mm-hmm. weren't LED and they'd get so hot that they'd burn you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. And lights in bunks where kids are that would burn you. It's mm-hmm. just dumb. So, I mean, obviously, most people, the majority of people would say, yeah, LED is the way to go. However, there's a pretty vocal crowd out there that says LEDs are bad for you. Yes. And is it easy to go the other way? Nope. You can't go, you can't retrofit it backwards. Not that I know of. It's tough to go backwards. A lot of them are, are single fit recess lightings good question clint yeah That's yeah so if you hate leds <laughs> heavy, hitter, heavy hitter today y'all yeah. you may have to replace full Your light trailers <laughs> yeah Wait, you no may way. be able to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to trade in my it's trailer i need different lights <laughs> but there are some fixtures that you can't change the bulbs in okay okay cool but some you can't so yeah led lights are cool i think it's become kind of a standard thing now yeah okay. on new trailers what about a what about a plug an exterior plug for a portable solar panel like the Zamp or the Go Power? I know for a fact that's easy to do afterwards. Okay, well, shut that one down. But I, <laughs> I know that there's also yeah a a debate like there always is about you know some people really like the portable solar panels mm-hmm. where you just need the plug on the side and some people really want the solar panels on the roof mm-hmm. and in order to get them on the roof it has to be like pj was saying pre-wired which yeah that's is, a different plug it's yeah so easy to do a side plug not so easy to retrofit a roof solar panel very right? doable exactly very doable doable but, but it's not nearly as I don't and, know. And, and I guess we, we see it both ways. When you're talking about pre-wiring for the rooftop solar, mm-hmm. sometimes they say, yeah, it's pre-wired, which means they ran a wire from somewhere to somewhere. Okay, so that's a and fishing the wire situation. And fish it out. Yeah. And sometimes it means that they put a nice little uh, connection mm-hmm. place on the roof yeah. where you can simply just connect plug it. them in mm-hmm. and connect it and add extra solar panels as well. Yeah. Um, so that's a question to ask, I think, is if you want a ton of solar and this has one panel, is it a panel that you can add to? Okay. Um, that's a question to ask. But yeah, you can always make something work. Pre-wire doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, though. Gen ready. Oh, the gen ready. Oh, this means so many different things. Tell me more. Well, they can say, yeah, it's gen ready which means everything's kind of nearby and all you need to do is to um, replace the floor in the compartment Okay. and buy a muffler kit that's specially made that will fit in this space and uh, move the gas port to the inside and seal it off, run the wiring from here to here. That is the most non-ready ready I've ever heard. Yeah, I think I think yeah. you just sold. That's gin not ready. Yeah, if I want a generator, <laughs> I think I want it from the manufacturer. 
Uh, well, uh, you know what? There are some that are easier and some that are not. It's kind of like that solar pre-wire. So take a look. If yeah. you see something and they say, oh, it's gen ready, you can add a generator to this. Well, and I think the biggest, well, yeah, one can. of the biggest things is finding a spot for it. Yeah. Like that's everybody's question is like, where do I put the generator? And unless your trailer has a specific generator holdy placey yes Ooh. with a, a venti <laughs> <laughs> technical well, and then you're out of lucky <laughs> <laughs> and those are the trailers <laughs> it's hard to get through this those are the trailers that sometimes you know they say yeah it's gen ready but how really ready is it so yeah yeah sometimes it's not are you not ready very for ready. this gen yeah yeah okay it is not a plug and play all right. So that's what people need to know. Let's go ahead and skip the next one. Thanks. Oops. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Let's go ahead and not talk about that one. What is the next one? Lithium batteries. Dun, oh. dun, dun. <laughs> this is an easy one, though. Okay. Go. Yeah. Lithium batteries can be added to anything. It's just a matter of a how much of how much other stuff you have to change. Yeah, because oftentimes they, they want to maybe relocate or something like that because of recharging temperatures and things like that. Well, lithium batteries don't actually um, charge well when it's really cold. Mm -hmm. So people like to put them inside. Like inside underneath a compartment a bed or, or under something? a bed. And you can do that mm -hmm. because they don't need vents for the off-gassing. Mm -hmm. But you need to check and see if the converter that is in your trailer will actually convert and, and have an adapter for lithium. Some do and some don't. They're starting to use those now, but if your trailer's more than a year or two old, you're probably out of luck. You're going to have to change the converter too. So okay. that's the short of it. Always can be added. Mm, worth doing from the factory if you can. You think so? Okay. Yep. I, I see yep, a yep, lot yep. of people. I see a lot of people going, uh, going for it after the fact just because of the benefits. Yeah. yeah. So So it's perfectly doable as well. Yep. Most of the time. Okay. Yep, yep. And you know what? That's probably not going to be something that people decide on a trailer, whether it has lithium or not, mm -hmm. um, because it's not really common as a standard feature yet. Yet. Yeah. But it's an easy add-on. It's, it's definitely gaining popularity and people yeah. are talking about it more and more. So, And I think with all the new stuff that comes out next year, yeah. it's all going to be, uh, many of them will have a lithium option yeah. from I the factory. I think pretty near to that conversation, oftentimes people are also, also bringing up inverters. Yep. Yep. Uh, is that kind of a deal breaker yeah, topic? Inverters can be added to anything. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, They're not that big, really. Yeah. The new thing now is to have a solar panel and an inverter on board. Okay. Mm-hmm. That allows you to work a 110 plug or maybe two, three, four 110 plugs. Depending on what you're running. Yeah, sure. Right. Run sure. a laptop or something pretty easily. You can always add it um, depending on how it's wired. Uh, if it's available from the factory, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Okay. It's probably going to be a lot cheaper. Okay. Uh, so, they, they get to buy in bulk, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And they get to put it in there when they're actually building it so that's the that's the thing solar panels on the roof are usually a lot cheaper when they're building the trailer and so are the inverter packages okay so and lithium as well those big heavy expensive things always cheaper to get from the factory i would double check the pricing on those okay very good all right and then backup camera uh pre-wired installed yeah yeah very common aftermarket ad what do you think I think it's a very common aftermarket ad. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. I think it's a very common aftermarket I ad. I think everyone has turned off our <laughs> podcast by now. <laughs> no, it's true. I yeah. I mean, like, I get a lot of people asking about a backup camera because yep. usually it's not standard. Uh -huh. But again, just like the solar, the wiring might be there. Yeah. And then you need to the camera well and as far as wiring goes it's really usually a 12 volt system and what they what you'll find is even from the factory a lot of those backup cameras they're wired into one of the tail lights so as long as you turn on your headlights of your tow vehicle or just whatever that powers the backup camera well that's how we do it a lot of the manufacturers will also some of them will add a switch True. to turn it on mm -hmm. and off so and it's, but it's a 12 yeah. volt system yeah. still yeah still is and that's one of the options that has really kind of normalized between a dealer added option and a factory added option. Mm -hmm. The price isn't that different. 
So don't let it deter you if you're looking at a trailer and you want to add that to it. Mm -hmm. I it's I just wouldn't let that be a reason to buy something because it had a backup camera and a television. Yeah. That's just not the right thing. Buy the trailer you love. You can add both those things pretty easily. I want to know if anybody else gets nauseous with backup cameras. Is it just me? <laughs> you get I can't. motion sickness so easily anyways. Yeah, but yeah. I can't stand like looking at a screen and going the opposite way. It's very weird to my, uh, what do you call it? You, you Equilibrium? Know, equilibrium. Your inner ear yes. fluid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you learned how to drive. The motion is just so hard for you. Your semicircular canals just go nuts. What? Yeah, never mind. That's the geek. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. I, I want to talk plumbing. Okay? All right. Straight to the toilet talk. Yeah. Can you add a porcelain toilet to anything? Yes. No. Shh. Oh. <laughs> Mostly. What, I mean, if I'm in the drive-thru, I, I, I want a combo. I'm like, I would like to upgrade that combo to a porcelain toilet. I can't? You can sometimes, but they don't always fit ah, because thick. the plastic toilets sometimes are they made extra narrow or what if it's sitting on a platform because they had to put that black tank on the floor Man. underneath the thing. Then the base of the toilet's only like eight inches tall uh. and uh -uh. They, don't so, make it, so they don't make a short porcelain toilet. So that might be something that you want to... Yeah, buy the trailer with the toilet that you want because that's not the easiest thing to change. Or, or at least talk to the dealership and measure it and be sure there's something to replace it mm -hmm. if you want to change it. And the only reason I know this is because we have run into this on several occasions. Oh. So You sound super happy about that too. Yeah, I mean, discussing... Didn't go well. Toilets, Didn't go well. Toilets <laughs> that do and don't work and how do you want your feet to dangle and that kind of thing. It's just... I, I just, just, want your, you just, have to be so hot <laughs> your feet would dangle. It's saying, like a step stool to get on the toilet. So many short toilets out there. I'm a big guy, oh. y'all. Short toilets aren't fun. I know. Well, no, they're not. Tall toilets are not fun. All right? Speaking for They're totally fun. fun. No. <laughs> you feel about, like a little baby kid on the, on the potty. Life is the harder fun, when your feet dangle, okay? The fun rating of a toilet here, y'all. <laughs> I think my perfect fun height is like... Well, <laughs> if they haven't, I'm if they have so much fun. <laughs> Would you rate this an eight, a nine, or a ten? Okay, all I can say is if you haven't turned us off by now, I don't know why. <laughs> okay. So it's not so easy to add a black tank flush to a unit. And you can just decide if you don't have a black tank flush, just dump a bag of ice in the toilet and drive down the road. Or buy a $12 toilet wand to stick down the toilet. A toilet wand sounds magical. Yeah, I know. Well, if your feet are dangling. It's only for fairies. <laughs> okay. What if you don't like shower curtains and you want one of those like accordion doors that yeah. they make? Uh-huh. There's no right, way that can cool be hard, stuff. huh? It's not hard. You just need like the track. Yeah. And they make them in all different sizes and it is an easy do-it-yourself project. So not a make it or break it mm -hmm. if you don't nope. like a shower curtain. They also have those... Uh, Swivel curtains at the top. Yeah. As long as it's not a corner. Well, even with a corner shower, um, those swivel curtains so that you can swivel it in and out of your way. And that, then those are pretty cool. To make more space. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of cool options there. Super easy to add yourself. Okay. So while we're getting all clean in the lavatory, what about the outdoors? An outdoor shower. What do you think? It's got to be pretty easy to put one of those in. It is. And people don't realize that. It, there's plumbing usually accessible somewhere. Uh -huh. And as long as uh, usually behind the sink mm -hmm. in the bathroom, you can attach the plumbing and the hot and cold water right there, fit that little piece in the wall right. on the outside, and voila, you've and got the, an outdoor shower. The tubing Super and easy. the fittings and all that are pretty cheap. Yeah, and I mean, easy it's, to connect. It's, it's, it's just almost not like hard to add. Legos. Yeah, I mean, not every unit is going to work, but. It's it's much easier to add than people think. I like how there's a outdoor shower and then the next one is an outdoor spray port. Hmm. Yeah. Same thing? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds yeah. difficult. I mean, <laughs> spray port is down here, shower is up here. Yeah. Kind of, it, kind of the same thing. I mean, whenever you delete the hot water option, you pretty much have a, pretty a, much spray, have a spray port. port. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. What about heated tanks, your storage tanks, holding tanks? Can you heat? Can can you add? I've never had that question before. Can you add a heated tank? 
I think that you can add things like like, like kind of like an electric blanket system. Exactly. A your, heating pad. A heating pad. Just stick it on there and, and attach it to the, like a 12 volt. Like take uh, a heating yeah. pad, mm-hmm. plug it in, and then just like duct tape it to the bottom of your water tank? Well, I wouldn't duct tape it, but there are ways to attach <laughs> it. And But you know what? Think about it. Um, some... If you have a true four-season trailer, a lot of times people will want to keep their fresh water from freezing when they're like driving in Mm -hmm. really cold weather. Mm -hmm. So a way to do that is to have a heating pad. Even if you have heated and enclosed tanks that are down in a compartment, you're not running your furnace going down the road most of the time. So that's something that's done. And adding Mm -hmm. a heating pad to tanks, not that difficult and not that expensive. Really? Yep. I didn't I didn't know if it was, it was difficult because you have to get into that cavity or what have you. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on how it's made. But okay. on a standard trailer, it is not that difficult to do. Okay. What about uh, a water filter? Because I've seen see so many people, they put those just at the faucet outside or what have you. But yeah. And it's onboard, all different kinds like a reverse can... osmosis yeah. or something. Oh. Ooh. If you've got compartment space somewhere, they make built-in ones you can do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're built into trailers with a water filter and they talk about how great it is. Yeah. But it is just just takes a act of Congress to pull things apart and get to it and change the filter. Right. In which case, nobody ever changes them. Right. And and I may have, maybe a reverse osmosis isn't, isn't the right idea because you're camping and those things waste water. They use well, a lot of water. Too. They do. So maybe just a regular filter. But outside filters are are an easy option to add if you Mm -hmm. don't have something built in your trailer. That isn't something that I think is as common on trailers. You see it on motorhomes. I mean, it's part of a part of a a really nice motorhome rig is going to have that. Okay. so I wouldn't worry about that. Outdoor conveniences like an electric tongue jack on your trailer. You can add that. Yeah. Easy to add. But is that a make it or break it? Oh, no. no. So easy to add. Easy peasy. Okay. And again, not that not that expensive. Right. In the grand it's scheme true. of things. That okay. is true. That is true. This one might be a different animal, though. Electric stability jacks. Yeah. If you have electric stabilizer jacks on the, every corner, uh, adding those, wiring them, putting motors on them. Ugh. The controls. The switches, the controls. Yeah. Don't do it. Get it from the manufacturer. If that's it for Get you. Get a factory installed warranty, warranty on yeah. it. Absolutely. Do not add that yourself. Okay. I know we've done some axle upgrades here um, aftermarket. Is that an easy thing? or? Mm, I think that depends on what type of axle. If it's a torsion axle, those are usually cheap and bolt-on, right? So yeah. that's easy. But if it's more of a... If it's... I forget the other terms I'm reaching for here. Um, but there's it's other like axles that are made. I'm not going to help you out on that. Uh, no. well, if you've got a regular leaf spring axle, they're not even that hard either. Okay. But um, yeah, axles, we generally see that here when people say, I want the off-road package. Yeah. And it's a heavier axle or it's a drop axle. And by having a drop axle, you actually raise the base of the camper. So you uh-huh. get more clearance underneath. Yeah. So if that's what you're looking for. That's really not a hard change. It, the the difficulty comes in if you want to change the type of axle system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you Don't want to that. stick with what you've got. You just go with a, a different style. And, mm-hmm. and so that's not hard to do. But it is not inexpensive either. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a little bit of expense with that. So that's something that, you know, unless it's a, a specific trailer that, you know, comes with a bigger axle and that trailer doesn't have it, then you might just ask. Can mm-hmm. I get the bigger axle put on this? Okay. That's that's something the dealer can do for you. Yeah. And oftentimes an axle is a part of like an off-road package upgrade. Right, right, right. right. Which would be oftentimes the axle, maybe wheels, tires, tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rack on top. Yep. Should you should you go ahead and do that from the manufacturer or should you see, no, I'll get the base trailer and I'll add those axles, tires, roof rack and storage bin or whatever? It's usually cheaper if you get mm-hmm. it from the manufacturer for sure. Yeah, because they can bundle yeah. it all and make sure it's all yeah, correct. That's right. But if you just bought this trailer last year and you love the trailer, you just wish, wish you had the off-road version, it's it's switchable. It's usually mm-hmm. a change that can be made. Okay. You know, rooftop tent, that's pretty, uh, yeah. you know, if obviously you-, <laughs> you can add that. Yeah, and, but some people are starting to make it standard. So, yeah, I don't know. 
You know, I think right now, initially, while while this field of off-road and off-grid kind of rugged camping is growing, I think that if I'm shopping for that category, I like looking at all the rooftop tent options out there and choosing the one that I want to choose. So I wouldn't call it a deal breaker getting the trailer because I probably want to do the shopping for my perfect rooftop tent to yeah. add to it. As long as the rack can hold the weight, that's all you have to compare. Right. Super easy. And, you know, if you're that type of person, then you probably are used to sizing up the gear that would work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this next convenience we've already talked about, and it is the power awning. Mm -hmm. If you have a standard awning, you want to upgrade to a power awning. It depends on which kind you have. Some upgrade easily, some don't. Some you'd want to replace. If you are looking at buying a trailer and you want to upgrade to a power awning, not a good plan. Go ahead and do it. It's already Just, part You of need the to find yeah. the trailer with the power awning already on it, mm -hmm. already wired, ready to go. Um, it's going to be so much cheaper that way. And the wiring sometimes is not, you know, it's not a plug and play. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, power awning, get that when you buy the trailer. Although it is an upgrade you can do. Okay. I think so. A few of these next ones are going to be kind of like scratch your head. They, they seem standards anyways, but they aren't always like the, the type of step that you have going into your trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them have those kind of scissor style. Yeah. Uh, accordion style. And then there's a, an upgrades to like revolution steps and things. Yeah. Or that solid step that actually just flips up and clips into the doorway. Yeah, I yeah. love those. Yeah. It's so sturdy and, and what have you and easy. However, is it a deal breaker? Um, I would say no. Okay. Um, steps are easy to upgrade. You just got to go with the size and how they go in. They can be changed on almost all trailers. And, you know, that's, that's something that's changed in the industry. I don't remember in the past having all of these step options. Okay. And now there's some cool stuff out there. So if you don't like your steps, yeah, there's probably another option. Okay. Electric brakes. Can you add those? Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. any, but so, any, almost, almost anything will have electric brakes standard. Yeah. There used to be a few teardrops that didn't have electric brakes, but now pretty much everything does. Yeah. Everything does. I it wouldn't worry about easy. that. Full size spare, as long as you have a place to mount it. That's the I deal think, to space. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. There's a reason that they gave you the smaller spare and it probably is because it's mounted underneath and you needed the clearance. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's probably a reason for it. So uh, if that's important to you, you just need to probably find another place to keep it. Would you say a spare tire is usually standard though? Nope. It's crazy. What? Really? I have seen that not be standard on trailers. So be sure to ask about it. Yeah. That's a little mind boggling. I mean, but would it change your mind in buying a trailer? No. Well, it's but not that mind boggling because the last two cars I've bought didn't come with a spare. Not even a donut? No. They come with those air patch kits that don't do any Anything. good <laughs> unless you have like this tiny slow leak. <sighs> but yeah, they don't cut. Uh, you can buy a spare from the dealership, but it's not included anymore. And they have this wonderful speech they give you about how you don't really need it. And this works great. And and 97%, I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. But, yeah. But it is one of the places where some uh, car people, and apparently RVs as well, have found to cut corners. Yeah. But again, it, is that a deal a, breaker? It's a circle. There's no corners. It's a tire. <laughs> there weren't corners to start with. I'm hungry again now because now I want donuts. I do too. <laughs> Let's wrap this up and get some donuts. Uh, all right. What's next? We have simple add-ons are swing away handles. Um, mm -hmm. The quick connect gas port. We already yeah, talked, we about, talked that about that earlier. That's an easy add. So built-in vacuum system. Yeah, we've started seeing the these thing. in the R-Pods. They're so fun. Yeah, they are so fun. If you want to take up cabinet space, you can do it. They're easy to do. It's not, not that, that much cabinet not space, Not that right? much cabinet space, but that's what it does. It takes up a cabinet front. Okay, now yeah. vacuums to me it seems like they take up a, lot, a fair bit of energy. Would that be in the twelve volt system or? Yeah, it's a twelve volt system, so really? don't worry about that. Okay, don't worry Super about easy. it, Clint. Okay. Yeah, just take up a little bit of your cabinet space. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ship just a little bit. I think it's time to talk about pie in the sky. If you could add something to a trailer, record player. Ooh, a record player. Whoa, yeah, record player. So I Whoa. can bring my records with me. Yeah. 
vinyl weighs a lot, but go for it. I know, but I don't need to bring all 400 of them. Oh, you can do like a record-based playlist for this trip. Oh my God. Mind blown. Yes. But, okay, now I have an idea. Okay. Why couldn't you, say yours. why couldn't you just carry your record player with you and set it in your trailer? I mean, well, come on. It's kind of like the microwave conversation. Where are you, literally, where are you going to put it? If, on the countertop. There, on the table. How much counter space is there in a small RV? Okay, we could go. So how much counter about, space? Then get a big well, RV. Just leave your but spare tire at home. RV. But they have these little things. They're like this big. They're like this big. Mm-hmm. And you like set it on top of a record. And oh, yeah. It and the record spins it, around. You can't even see the device hardly. Yeah, it like spins around the record and plays it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, can we put a link to that? I have never seen it and I want I'm it. not sure if it works. Super Does it work? Well, All right, y'all tell us. But, Does this work? Okay. So Okay, what would you anyway? Run. Mine's record player. I don't know. Okay. I'm on record what would yours be? Now. Um, ooh, what would it be? Maybe a Nerf gun arsenal. Hmm. Like like in people's houses when they're like millionaires, you like push a button and then it flips the wall over and there's like guns, but yeah, yours but will Nerf be like guns. Nerf guns. And maybe water guns too, because my kids love those things. No, you just want to shoot wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> oh, Come on. Again. I mean, create your little pack okay. and put it on your slide out tray. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. cool with it. I'm, I'm not going to argue that it's... But you have to... I mean, a record player is as big as this table right here. I mean, where am I going to put that in a... I don't know, a Soul Dawn. Okay, okay, well, I don't know. You guys are thinking Let's find way a, too logical okay, for I'm me. I'm going to go back to the record player. I think that what's lacking here is a 12-volt record player so that she doesn't have to be plugged into use. It's got to be out yeah. there. Yes, got and, to be. and, there, well, and it has to be connected to some sort of speakers. Well, like, that's what your little plug-in record player. No, 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 no. That's what your little plug-in inverter is for. I mean, geez, Louise, you can okay. buy a little plug-in inverter at Walmart that will play a record player. Then where do I put the inverter? Yeah, just you tiny. plug it in. The plug-in one, the little bitty one's tiny. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, okay. okay. I think it's become a thing. I think you're going to have to do this. I'll show you the inverter. You show me the cool little disc I'll show that you plays my record records. playlist. All there right, there you go. Upcoming. I just want Wait I just want it. a hot tub. A hot tub? Mm-hmm. Inside or like one like, like on no, a under, the, under the awning. With my Bluetooth speaker, not my outdoor Because speakers, they make portable hot tubs. That's what I want. Like an inflatable but one? But I want yeah, it they to make like, portable hot tubs. I want it to like fold up and and be like uh, like maybe like integrated. Yeah, like a pull-out kitchen. Okay. So if we're talking pie in the sky, I have no idea how that would work. That's what I would love. If you're talking about things that you're wishing for, you want a Nerf gun arsenal. Yeah, now I you want, want a record pie. player. All right, well, I tell you what. Let's let's finish this up and go eat. Okay, but first, head on over to our Facebook page, RV Small Talk Community, and tell us what your pie in the sky RV will have, or your yeah. donut in the sky. Apparently, or, we're going for both. Or tell us how we can make our dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Or tell us your non-negotiables. Yeah. yeah. Tell us something. I mean, anything. Head on over to Facebook. You can also email us pictures of you camping at rvsmalltalk at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. Or just post them in the Facebook group. That'll work. And you know what else you could do? What? You could actually subscribe to our podcast. Uh And if you're on iTunes, scroll down past all those listings of episodes and rate and review Give us. us a rating. It really helps other people see our podcast who might not have discovered us yeah. when yeah. we get ratings like that. So it really helps just spread the word. We would um, love that. Yeah, we would love that. Let's thank our sponsor and then let's let these poor people off the hook. Okay. Once again, we want to thank NRVTA for sponsoring this episode. They are so good to us and they're so good to the RV community out there. They are a resource. You really should look at what they offer. You will know everything you need to know to maintain or fix any system in your RV. And don't forget that 10% off code. Get their course on download or USB with a 10% discount using RV Small Talk at checkout. And you know what, Clint? You're always talking about how you can learn to repair or maintain your coach. I just want to understand it. Yeah, good. I think people sometimes just want to understand what am I looking at? What does it do? When does it work and not work? Well, PJ, and, you can. And and Terry is so good at explaining mm-hmm. that. I talk in circles. Terry just 
explains it so that absolutely anybody could understand it. I think this ought to be a must-have for for any RVer just to understand their rig. Fantastic. Yeah, 10% off Mm -hmm. at nrvta.com. Do their home study course. Use that code RVSmallTalk at checkout. And that's pretty much it. Thank you so much. This has been a blast this week. Has it? Yes, it has. Yay! I Yay. had fun. Like super high on the toilet blast. I would no. I would rate it an eight point <laughs> five on toilet height. Well, after all this talk, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.